This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. Most out of that, I can't yeah, have. that actually almost sounded like you, you you unpopped it while you were in a hyperbaric chamber. I think that's how how I have to do it. Now. That's okay. actually where we are right cool. now. <laughs> we magically fit. Uh, welcome to the Innocuous Bastards, folks. We're a podcast that addresses current events, weird news, and our take on the day's most burning questions, all while under the influence. Hashtag allegedly. Also, we're not safe for work. Um, my name is Ahmad. Absolutely not safe. For work. No, just in general, no, no, no. not even the show. Just <laughs> us. We're not safe for life. My name is Amado. I'm Mac. I go by AG. And I just realized I don't think we introduced ourselves in the last episode. We kind of did. I think they can figure it out. Yeah, right. we did it with. Uh, we were talking about drinks. So, guys, yeah, I'm sorry to bring this up, but uh, we've had quite a few celebrities die re- recently. Yeah, it, it's been a little bit depressing. Um, some pretty good people we've had. I think it started. I think it's. I think it started with Hem, uh, Lemmy Hem, Hemi. Yes, Lemmy. I think it was Lemmy was the first, and then after that, I think David Bowie was next, and then it's been snowballing. We've had uh, yeah, uh, Snape, Alan Rickman, Snape, Alan Rickman, uh, also Hans Hans Gruber uh, will be remembered, uh, and then there's I don't know like. Uh, some Celine Dion's brother or cousin or husband or something. I don't know. I don't really care about him. But Celine, Dion, Celine Dion's husband died, and then three days later, her brother died. Oh, yeah, yeah. He so actually died, though. I just heard he was, like, late-stage cancer. Well, he's oh, he died, died. He did die. He, yeah. he, he finally died. But there's, there's been a lot her of cancer. will go on, though. So. <laughs> there, is, there has been a lot of cancer. The cancer's been hitting his heart lately. I think every one of those people who we talked about just were was all cancer. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird. So I'm thinking next it will probably be like um, Iggy Pop because David Bowie was pretty close to Iggy Pop. He's going to die of cancer probably. Well, what's well? David Bowie was 69. Right? David, Bo, David, David Bowie was 69 and when so he died. So was Snape. So was uh, so was Alan Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> Keep calling him Snape. Um, and so I saw a post on on I remember whether it's on Facebook or on Twitter. They were like, these are some of the other celebrities who are near, nearly 69 years old. Perhaps they're, the, oh. <laughs> perhaps they're the next ones to die. Or please, gather, please aliens, gather all these celebrities and save them now. Because yeah, yeah. we don't want to be without these celebrities. But no, I think just, I mean, obviously Lemmy was the, the Motorhead. He was the singer, right? Uh, I don't know if he did. He was Motorhead. Yeah, he was basically Motorhead. And uh, it has a pretty, it's you know, pretty great band. He was kind of personified. Rock and roll, I guess you can say. He's uh, like one of those just English, old school rockers, yeah. you know. Yeah. And there aren't too many of them left. Like you get put Ozzy in there, and yeah. And but just you can imagine how hard of a lifestyle that was oh, when yeah. that was hot and heavy. And now you're paying the price. Yeah, yeah. But also maybe not paying it. the price. Maybe you you happen to live to seventy years old, made your mark on the world. He was pretty happy. Maybe he was pretty happy with it. But you know, dude, that did have to be. I mean, yeah, you know, most of their life is pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, the more the one that's a little bit more sad, obviously beyond. I mean, I think obviously the David Bowie and uh, Alan Rickman. The who? David Bowie. <laughs> Bowie. 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 Rickman. Yeah, he, he's he's sad because I, well, I didn't really like much of his music outside. Like in in the eighties, I wasn't a huge fan. I like I like his co- collaboration with Queen. I like Under Pressure. That was really good. 
later on, I think in the 90s, Remy is in the, in the aughts. They did something with Nine Inch Nails. He did something with Nine Inch Nails, which is pretty good. Uh, and I know he had, I haven't listened to the album, the new one, but I, all his old stuff, you know, I grew up with that. So for me, that was some pretty damn good music. And, uh, and he was a good person. He was a good human being. If you were watching, his interviews are really interesting. He's, he's a really smart, uh, very philosophical kind of character. And, and someone that everybody loved, no matter what he did, everyone loved what he did. So I think it says a lot about him. And even uh, you know, and then Snape, of course, uh, which is one of those kind of guys that everybody liked, and he did good work. He did good. He did good things. He wasn't uh, just a, uh, a you know an actor. In fact, I think he even said I, I read something. He didn't really start acting in film or anything like that until he was about forty six. So he started late. He was probably stage and all that other stuff before then. But uh, two pretty impressive, and they're all. They're almost all English. They're not Americans. None of the Americans. Yeah. Are, okay. Yeah. Are, are You're right. This, Alan Rickman is, is is English as well. Yeah. Uh, and just who's the Lemmy? I'm sorry. Uh, let me kill my Yeah. Let me kill my Mutterhead. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, so it's it's been it's been a bad couple months for people who like or uh, the, you know the arts and the music and things of that nature. It's been kind of bad. So I was yeah. trying to the one thing the one thing though. <laughs> If I can say, if I can bring a negative, another negative. Oh, really? Are you a story about death? <laughs> if, if I can do another, if I can do another, uh, if I can be snarky real quick Oh, uh, yeah, go on. Go if on. I can be snarky, it is that I also felt like when David Bowie died, and, and not even so much as when Alan Rickman died, there were so many fucking posts about it, and it's like, oh... You know, oh, and it, that, like yeah. and, with, and like all these posts about boy were, uh, just seem to be coming out of the woodwork, and, uh, and I'm like, really? You're, it's almost like bandwagoning on Bowie's death. So everybody so. was commenting about it. I remember this album I was like, fuck you. Who cares? Well, I, I bet most people probably don't. I bet there's a lot of people who just say that. I was like, oh, it's so sad. But really, did you listen to the music that much? That's I the thing. It. Like, I I actually I don't like David Bowie. I'm yeah. sorry to say yeah. that. You know. Wow! Ooh, I got the I got the eye roll from AG. I'm just saying, no, no, I don't I don't like his singing. I don't like his uh, whatever. I can't I can't even think of him of any kind of of any song that he actually did. And he's pretty. You don't like fame? You don't like Young Americans? Yeah, or Golden Americans, Years yeah, or yeah. Rebel Rebel yeah. or you don't like any of those? No, and he's got a ton a shit ton of albums, and I just yeah. I guess I'm a lot of really... influence too on on uh, other artists. And basically saved he saved Iggy Pop from certain death. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Is Iggy Pop still still alive? Yeah. He is. Why yeah. is that guy still alive? I know. Yeah, he's 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 not that great. Although I do kind of like the Stooges. Anyway, I didn't. Did I say I hated him? I didn't say I hated him. I just said that I don't you, like. I think you said you hated him. No, I said I don't like David Bowie. So I'm just saying that I don't really have. So there was no way for me to. There was no. First of all, yeah. so I would have really hated myself if I jumped on the bandwagon. Like if I even did hashtag RIP David Bowie, which I never did. Right. Right. Because I knew that that would be bandwagoning if I did that. Yeah. Especially because I wouldn't be able to say, oh, yeah, I love that song of his or whatever. I couldn't think of a song. I didn't well, do any bandwagoning either on that. I didn't post once about how sad I... I mean, I just knew... I mean, of course it's sad, but I think the people who may, who go up in arms and overboard, I mean, that's just what people do anyway. They're, they're going to do that for anything, whether it's David Bowie or, you know, their cat or whatever it happens to be. They're, they're, they're going to post... They, they want to post about something to be part of it. That's why I didn't put... I didn't, put my, I didn't change my fucking profile picture to the, the France colors. I didn't change anything when all these things happened. You don't need to do that. You don't need to be out there on social media to prove that you care. And 10 hours ago, uh, as of this recording, apparently uh, uh, David Bowie albums make up 25% of the top 40 uh, 
just just recently uh, of online purchased albums just recently because again people are trying yeah, to he got the, he got the death bump it's the death right. bump it's yeah. a death bump and he's got a and he's got a new album that I think just released or will be released that's probably going to be one of the I best think it sellers. just released it's yeah, been, I think he it timed no, 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 it pretty it, well it, it got released like two days before he died that's right yeah yeah and there's some the, a lot of the imagery and and whatnot in the album is you know coming to terms with death. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that, there's a video out for, I don't know. Pretty creepy video. Well, because it's a very creepy video, but also, video. here's the thing. And I, I don't know, nobody's going to admit this, especially now, but the music is, his late music has just been terrible. I agree. I the, agree. You know, what, what can you do for inspiration when you're uh, a mega rich style icon, when you're not experiencing the same things you did when you were young and right. writing these amazing songs? Right. I agree. And so it's, it's just, and it's not good. And I'm sorry to say that, David, I, I, have great memories of driving down to California, listening to you know, just album, just cassette. Play the first side, yep. play the second side, yep. flip it over, put the first side. Just listen to it constantly. Yep. But agreed. Um, what would be the, the? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, just his late, his late. I mean, I don't even like some of his '80s stuff. Uh, yeah. Not all of it. It's okay. It's kind of forgettable. I agree. Pop, I, think, I can't remember. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in the '80s that he did, and there was some of it. But I mean, say he didn't get. He got better with age, I think, as a person, but his music didn't. His music did not yeah, get better. Yeah, he, he lost, I yeah. think he lost the ability to write sort of catchy songs. Well, he, and, you know. He, there you go. He was married to the supermodel. He, and he had all this, he had this lifestyle that he had. And I do agree. And I've always thought it, that great art and, and those kind of things in music does come from suffering of some, of some kind. You can't be happy when you're doing it. Yeah. It's what? almost, it's very unusual that you're going to find good art or good music or good whatever it is it, it, cre- creativity from people who are happy like for me I used to write I mean, I, I, not comparing myself to anybody at, at all but I'm just saying I used to You're write a lot no more David so, Bowie. yeah definitely not but I used to do a lot of things more creative and I don't do them anymore because I'm actually fairly happy so I don't need to delve into the depths of the, the, the dark places of my soul because I don't really feel that dark anymore I feel oh, pretty well, damn happy Pharrell wrote a happy song though because he was really happy so he Pharrell. Oh, fuck that. Um, so apparently, so here, here's a list of the most popular David Bowie songs. Mm. Space Oddity. Mm. I don't even know. I can't even think of that. The Man Who Sold the World. I didn't realize that he That's sang that. It's a good song. That. Yeah, it's better. The original's better. What's, who yeah. remade it? Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. He, heroes? Yeah. We can be heroes. Yeah, we can be heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is you don't know all the songs that Bowie did. Okay, 80s, 80s Bowie, Let's Dance. That, I, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah, I think China Girl was in the 80s. China Girl was 1983 as well. Yeah. Talking about later than that album, though? Nothing. Modern Maybe Love, was... Life on Mars, Starman. Starman is probably my favorite Bowie song. Rebel, Rebel, Changes. Oh, Changes. I can change. Yeah, I listen to that. But he's not. I don't, I don't think he's a good singer. He's just an asshole. He's, <laughs> you don't think he's a good singer? Why? Because I mean, I think he's a very uh, evocative he, and he's very emotive. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't care for the sound exactly of his voice, but I think he connects with a lot of people through his voice. Yeah. Okay. Maybe and his music. I think definitely the '70s stuff. That stuff is 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 great. Dancing in the Street, 1985. Nah, I didn't like that. Song. I'm talking more like the Never Let Me Down and the Blue Jean and stuff yeah. like that that were. Actually, I keep that Blue Jeans song keeps running through my head since he died. But it's kind of just, it's just blech. It's yeah. blah. Yeah. It's following trends, whereas his early stuff was, was smashing trends. Yeah, it was setting trends. Yeah, that's basically what it was. I mean, if, I don't think if, I think he, 
the people I think if if it wasn't I don't know I, and, I, and I could be wrong about this I don't remember if he came before Elton John but I think if it wasn't for I think him, they came together well but I don't <laughs> they came together arm in arm Ooh. but I, I seem to think that I seem to think that he was before Elton John a little bit and well, he was, was he had more of a 60s I mean Bowie yeah. was a product of the 60s and right. especially the early stuff sounds like the 60s yeah yeah but some of the subject matter and, and things that he did. So as far as Elton John, maybe getting his start, but Elton John wasn't popular until like mid seventies. No, but I mean, I think he kind of. I mean, the, some of the sound, some of the early Elton John sounds similar to Bowie in a certain way. I think some, maybe not the lyrics. Elton the John Bowie, is but, definitely more poppy, I think. And he plays piano. I mean, there's yeah, but there was some stuff, you know, like uh, the for some I don't know Benny and the Jet seems to me almost like it was kind of influenced a little bit just kind of weird song who that, sings that that's Elton John oh, see now I would have thought that that was actually Bowie you're just fuck, fuck so you. okay so fuck Bowie I'm sorry R.I.P. Yeah. Bowie uh, but then Rickman though Rickman he did a lot of good stuff but I like I definitely remember him for the first time in Die Robin Hard. Hood Die Hard no, well I didn't know he was in Robin Hood I loved him in Robin Hood well, Claire told me that he was in I said no he's not he wasn't in Robin Hood he was Hood. a sheriff of Nottingham I did not know that why a spoon cousin because it's dull it'll hurt more <laughs> I love that line <laughs> he had such a great voice I his mean, voice is he, pretty he, amazing, nobody yeah. could really do that sort of just bored exhaustion yeah like, yeah, like, get me another. Band, <laughs> you know, there's something about it I can't do it. But. And, it and he's no, you're close. That's it close. It just seems very, just kind of like I could really go for a nap and shut up. Also, yeah. well, it's, it's like it's languid. I guess it's per, it's that's been described. Good, as yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, do we want to rag on him now? No, I don't <laughs> think there's much to rag on the guy about. Rag. I mean, you've got. I think it's generational, though. I think if if you. If you get the kid, like the the millennial is probably going to think of a Snape. Yeah, she's definitely going to be. Or people with or older people with kids, you know, like That's my age with kids are going to think of Snape. Most but I also, role, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he was in all. There were six of six of, or seven movies that or he was in. Yeah, uh, they're they're Harry Potter, and I think he did oh. some stuff with um, uh, Jane Austen. I think he did a little bit of that. Uh, he, he he had other roles, but. Uh, and then, oh, he was in I think that one stupid rom com that won the uh, Love Actually. Love Actually, yeah, yeah, he was in that. But just he just looks like the kind of guy who you'd want to go hang out with. Listen to his interviews and the, some of the, the some of the roles that he's taken. He's he's the kind of guy who you would just like to sit and talk with for a while over a couple of beers. Sense and Sensibility is the Jane Austen uh, oh, you're okay. talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean it's a, he's definitely uh, at least everything that I've read so far since his death. Um, you know all these people remembering him. It's like he's such a talented actor that he played a lot of uh, villains. Well, yeah. he called them interesting people. Yeah, yeah. Um, he played a lot of villains, but in real life, it's the exact opposite. Oh, it's like the, one of the best yeah. guys ever. Yeah. There's yeah. a story that uh, that went out from uh, the the actor who Rupert Grint, the actor who played uh, mm. the Weasley, Weasley, Ron yeah, Weasley, Ron Weasley, yeah, where uh, he was in. You know, they were they were in a scene and while. Alan Rickman was doing his lines as, as Snape. He was actually doodling. Uh, Ron, um, Ron Weasley was doodling um, <laughs> a, uh, his uh, drawing Alan Rickman, uh, oh. drawing Snape, <laughs> and, uh, and then Snape apparently like walked by him, and he was really and, and Rupert was really afraid. It's like, oh my god! What? And he was a kid at that time. He was like eight or ten or whatever. But uh, Alan Rickman apparently had Rupert Grint 
autographed that picture, oh. that drawing, that doodle, <laughs> and he had it framed in his house. Oh, see, that's where, that's, that's, that's yeah. the kind of stuff you like from me. And there was another story I was reading yesterday. It was something about, it was a prank. There was his son, I don't remember what movie it was, but they're all the kids in the, the Hogwarts, whatever. They're all, it was something was happening. They're all, I think it was the third movie maybe, and they're all in the, um, the dining room. They're all in sleeping bags. And, and apparently he told the director that it might be funny if they if they if they put a fart noise maker in Daniel Radcliffe, who was Harry Potter's sleeping bag, and just keep doing it, so that everyone, and so they have to stop and they do it again, and so everyone would get up and it, it's not it's not me, it's not me, but it was in Harry Potter's. <laughs> so, so I mean, he's the kind of guy like that. Like I said, it would be fun to just hang out with and talk. I think a bit. Um, people, of course, remember him as Hans Gruber, Gruber as well as one of his most popular uh, Oh, that roles. was great. That was a great movie. You know, he, the, the best villain ever, yeah. I guess. Uh, but he was also in Galaxy Quest. I don't know oh, if you guys yeah. remember that. So he was the, he played the alien. That's right. He's in multiple Galaxy movies. He was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. he was the robot. He was the paranoid He was great android. for that. That's a great, that's a perfect voice for that robot. <laughs> for that mm. character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. But uh, apparently he was in Sweeney Todd. I don't remember that. I don't think I saw that movie. Yeah, that I don't think anybody saw Johnny that Depp. movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can see that movie. And you know what stopped me from going to see the Sweeney Todd? Johnny Depp? The name oh. Sweeney Todd. Oh. I really hate that goddamn name. I, don't know why. I would say Johnny Depp. And that's, that's, he's, he's probably another guy who's, who's going to die in a couple of years. But uh, for me, I'm just kind of sick of Johnny Depp. I'm tired of him, uh, of, this thing, of the stuff that, that, he, that he does. I like the... I like some of the stuff he's done, but he just now he's kind of a caricature of himself. Like everything that he does is just oh, it's Johnny Depp doing this Johnny Depp being wacky. It's just kind of enough of that guy. I know that's kind of a tangent, but oh, this is a uh, this is interesting. I didn't know that he was in that 1978 film Romeo and Juliet. Alan Rickman was. It's his, yeah. t- it's his TV movie though. Oh, is it a TV movie? Yeah. He played T Bolt. Yes, Tybalt. Tybalt. I remember that well. <laughs> Well, R.I.P., uh, we don't want to talk about Celine Dion. I no, mean, I mean, I feel sorry for her. I mean, she she had the weird husband guy who was like 20 years older than she was. Yeah. Sven Gully. Yeah, and, and whatever. I'm sure that she's broken up about it. And, you know, he's she's probably wiping her tears away with, with $100 bills. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, I mean, you know, you know, you got to feel bad for her, I guess. It's not the year of Celine Dion. For yeah, sure. sorry, Celine. Yeah, I, I feel somewhat a little, little, little bit sorry for her. Right. I mean, no, I think we feel. We, I think we all agree. We feel sorry for the uh, the, 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 yeah, the the movie industry and the music industry lo- losing the people. I know you didn't like David Bowie, but uh, you're. I didn't hate him. You're well. You you're outvoted, so you're kind of irrelevant <laughs> now. You're wrong. Yeah, so. you're just wrong. Agreed. Another project, hoping to buy pot. <laughs> but uh, I remember uh, when I talk about Vancouver to people, you know, the the, the, the nickname that comes comes up is Van Tucky, right? Uh, I think that's pretty accurate. But uh, yeah. but recently, because of the uh, the whole marijuana thing uh, here in our in our area, uh, Van Tucky, I mean Vancouver, uh, has been known as Van Vansterdam, right? There's oh, a, there's a place there called New Vansterdam. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's a, yeah. sort of a different moniker. Yeah. So, but uh, but Vancouver, you know, when when you're talking about Portland, I think Vancouver um, is almost always included. Like you know, that's it's almost just another suburb. 
Well, they even do it on the TV. On the TV, they'll say it's the Portland, Vancouver, something. Portland slash Vancouver area, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's like is that is it actually considered? It almost like it's considered part of Greater Portland. It is. It's part of the metro area. It's considered part of the metro. Oh, area. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, officially, our stuff we build it up right to the edge, and then I mean of the state border, and then as soon as you cross the. There's more stuff. Yeah. Same kind of stuff, you know. Just just because there's a river there and there's another state doesn't necessarily mean it's not a part of the metro area. Okay. But but I don't think it's I don't think it's probably about about a hundred and fifty thousand. It can't it can't be that big for uh, Van Tucky. But then you got Battleground and you got all those other awful places on uh, uh, north of Vancouver. Um, but I think that Vancouver is always going to have that redheaded stepchild. Uh, notion about it. I think everyone who lives there probably feels the same way, too. <laughs> I hope. That they feel that they're the red... So what, they there was, are. Uh, they uh, chose the red-headed stepchild. Yeah. So. Agreed. Former guest uh, Patrick uh, mentioned to me the other day that uh, there was a uh, news conference or whatever of Mayor Charlie Hales where the uh, folks were asking him, hey, why doesn't Portland have some sort of major landmark like the Gateway, Gateway Arch in St. Louis or the Seattle Space Needle? That uh, that would have have people coming here and want to come here because they want to you know they want to see that landmark or whatever. And Charlie Hills, Mayor Charlie Hill, Hill supposedly responded saying, "Listen, we we don't even try to do anything if people want people want to come to Portland. So what, what we're trying to do is actually not have, not attract too much attention to us so that we can keep Portland the way it is right now, kind of a small big city. Um, which you know I think people people have said that. But and then uh, one of the reporters had said. Well, what do you think about what Vancouver's doing? Vancouver's putting up a, a new waterfront. They're, they're, they're putting a lot of money to create in the, this waterfront to attract more people. And allegedly, uh, Mayor Charlie Hale said, Vancouver? Vancouver, Washington? Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> so it was kind of a snarky remark uh, about Vancouver. So when we have a mayor who, uh, who's thinking snarkily, well, outgoing mayor, <laughs> um, <laughs> thinking and talking snarkily about our, our red-headed stepchild, uh, wow. it... it Probably doesn't help Vancouver's cause in that sense. Or maybe it does help. Maybe they're like, well, we'll show you. You think you're better than us? I can see that going on right now over there in, in the Vancouver City Hall, which where it is, I don't know. But Well, already, like, you know, going back. Seventh and Harney. <laughs> oh. Actually, we, we have a Vancouver expert here in our midst. Kind of. I've worked in Vancouver for like seven years, so downtown. What's downtown Vancouver like? Dead, but. Shit. What it's, it, is. it has its little has its little charms. I mean, there's little there's stuff to. It's not like they go do there, but there's places to eat and um, shop even. But <laughs> shop it's, it's, even. Well, I mean, like there's an antique row. <laughs> well, who'd want to shop in Vancouver? And pay sales tax. <laughs> you you don't eat, have to pay sales can, tax. You can even shop a little bit. Wait, what? If you go to if you go up to Washington to buy stuff, you can ask them to to tax exempt. Yep. You got to show a license, though, right, or something like that. What's wrong with that? No, that's fine. No, that, so that, that's just, but that's not for food, though, right? Not for food. Yeah, that's the only reason I would stop in Vancouver, bro. It's probably to eat. No, I, I, my, I think Charlie Hales is fine. I mean, it's probably not a very nice thing to do, uh, but I mean, pretty accurate. I mean, I think that's how everyone feels about. Uh, if you've lived in Portland like I have for your entire life, mostly your entire life. The thought of actually living in Vancouver is not a good one. I mean, there are some areas that I, I don't. There are some houses over there that I like. Um, there's some new ho- there's some new housing areas uh, and builders and, and things that I've seen over there. But 
it's not been really like a serious thing for me. I would never seriously think of moving to Vancouver. No, I remember doesn't like that. Well, I mean, and, and Vancouver, you know, when we talked about in the previous episode, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I belched and uh, just directly in front of AG. But uh, in a previous episode, we talked about neighborhoods. Um, Vancouver, the only way to get in and out of uh, Vancouver is through the I-5 bridge from Portland. Uh, well, well, that's one of, the, one, of the, one of the main ways. Uh, there's 205, of course, but 205 is, you know, couldn't be further away from downtown Vancouver where probably people would want to try to mm-hmm. explore and go to. So there's a lot of, a lot of like, I, I would be so discouraged to go to, oh, let me explore the waterfront in Vancouver. Oh, really, I'm going to sit in traffic for two hours because uh, some it only takes one accident to make I-5, the, the I-5 bridge impassable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's the only conduit there, you know, to go to that side of, of Vancouver. Or canoe or swim. But, but there isn't any other way, right? Zip lines are the answer to zip, everything. <laughs> zip, zip or, or gondola. gondolas. Yeah. Zip lines and gondolas. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But did you, so when you worked in Vancouver, you lived in, you lived here in Portland. Yeah. What was your commute like at that time? It's fine. It's it's great. It's the reverse commute because I'm going to where the smaller community from the bigger community. So on the way to work, usually, like I lived out in Fopa. I lived in Foster Powell and I worked downtown Vancouver. I got there in like 25 minutes. Oh my goodness. So it goes pretty well in the morning. On the way back, it's a little different. But if you lived in Vancouver and, and. you worked had, in Portland. You had to work in Portland. That going back home would really suck. Yeah. Going to and from work would be yeah. would suck. Yeah. I did that for a little bit before my wife and I, we were boyfriend and girlfriend at that point. I lived with her a little bit when I was living in southeast Portland. I guess I guess spend the night over there. And I did not do well with traffic, as she, as she, as she well knows. And if anybody who's ever driven with me, they know. I get really frustrated with just sitting and Do you get aggro? I get well. I'll just I'll I'll sigh a lot and I'll like I'll do this to the wheel and like what the fuck? Why aren't we moving? Kind of thing. Yeah. And so for me, I think that would probably take about three to four years off my life, <laughs> sitting in traffic going going to Vancouver every day. And and it wasn't it was it sucked. So I mean, if we left at six in the morning, which or five thirty, which we did have to sometimes. This when I worked at the hotel fifty. Now the hotel rose. Um, I would have to. I, I, I'd be there in a decent amount of time. I would be, it would be okay. But going home, you're talking at least, at least an hour, at least an hour when it was good traffic, and and sitting in traffic for an hour, like I don't mind a commute where you're driving for an hour, but sitting in traffic that would normally take you about 15 minutes to get somewhere, and you're sitting in traffic an hour. That is not. That's just not good. That is this life life shortening. And then when you get there, you're in Vancouver. It's not like you're in downtown Portland. You're in fucking Vancouver. It's the worst. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuousbastards at gmail.com. I swear, I swear Vancouver, one thing that's weird about Vancouver is how spread out that thing is. It's kind of sprawly. I mean, yeah. it, it, there's a lot of whatever the, the population per square mile is much lower there. 
But that thing that if you just go from one end of Vancouver to the other, it's as long as Portland is. Yeah. That's the thing. With yeah. like but there's a third nothing, of the though. third of the population. Yeah. But then here's the thing: Would they really? I mean, with Portland's being so close, yes, it's across the river. Yeah, the traffic sucks. Why would Why would you want to try to grow it? You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're a resident of Vancouver, Washington, so we're just belching left and right. Right. Yeah, now. We're all doing that right now. Did you get some fizzy lifting drink in here? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we're doing the mineral water. I right think now. the thing of it is no, but I'm saying there, sorry, it's me, because it's on the river. Yeah, but at the same time, okay. So you've got you've got you live in Vancouver for for reasons, you know, whether it's because the housing Price. there is better, yeah. you know, and since you go to, and then if you want to do your major shopping, you go to Portland where it's tax where it's tax free or whatever. If, especially if you already work in Portland, buy whatever you want in Portland mm-hmm. uh, and go across the river, go back home across the river. Um, and if everything's already being built in Portland and everything's all awesome in Portland, just drive drive across Portland. It's it's only literally a twenty minute drive, if if that, you know. So why would you want to build build up? Well, if I were, if I were if if I were you know Vancouver Washington City Hall or Metro or whatever you call those people that do developments, why would I want to try to build that up? Well, it's reflected glory for one thing. But it's tre- it's oh, it's an all America city already. All American city. Well, but it's not. It's it has no <laughs> cultural cachet. Yeah. But why would why would you want it to have one? Well, already. I mean, you already. I think for the people who live there, you're going to improve property values. You're going to improve uh, commerce. You're going to improve the reason to go there. Yeah, you're going to be the anti-Portland a little, little bit. But it is. I mean, if you did it right, uh, you could have a nice downtown area there. It's not in a bad area where you couldn't build up and have some. Really nice places to live because yeah. it is a kind of a cool area if you did it right. But the problem is is that right now with people who come to Portland, you're not looking for salt. You're going to get salt of the earth people visiting, but for the most part, you're going to get people looking for a a, a progressive, beautiful city, seeing things that they're not going to see in, in their own shitty places where they live now. And they're definitely shitty. Shitty, shitty places where, where people come from uh, visiting here. But they're not going to... If you go to across to Vancouver, all you're going to see is more of the same. So why ever go there? And even for people who live in Portland, well, there's, there's absolutely no reason to go there because you're almost dumbing down when I'm, you go across that bridge. I think that, you know, what, what Vancouver should, should, should go for, maybe they've already got this, is to really up their small town feel. You know, so don't, hmm. don't try to build, don't try to build, you know... Don't try to build a waterfront. Nobody's going to want to fucking go to the Columbia. Oh, maybe they would. I don't know what that, if it's picturesque over there, I don't know. I can't really say. I should well, probably the go The farmer's see. market is actually, we've been to the Clarnay and Peyton and we've been to the farmer's market. And it's actually kind of nice. But you almost, but that's the thing though. But I think, you know, and I drove through downtown a little bit early today because I was looking for pot. And <laughs> the, I think, you know, you know, and the architecture is not too, you know, not too interesting. Their downtown. I mean, I think what they wanted, what they should do, is to try to like up their hometown feel, like small town, Vancouver, Washington, All America City Award recipient, that kind of thing. It's like, oh, if you're looking to, for just a slow, slow down pace, but still cool, maybe invest in like smaller, you know, like entrepreneur, entrepreneurial uh, efforts with, with the small shops, the mom and pops, but whatever, etc. Focus on that and up that appeal. That's a bad like make idea. it no. Yeah, like make it more. Idea. Like make it more. <laughs> is that a bad idea? <laughs> Who wants you, that? Yeah. Already, but that's, but that's nobody wants that. You already, but you already have a Portland. Is what I'm saying. You already yeah. have a Portland twenty minutes away. Why would you try to compete with that? But you've got. That's the whole thing. Is you've got Portland stealing all this money and 
and people coming over to spend it. They want to try and keep, capture more of that at home, and they're what you know under tax their ba- tax base. But so, why would so so here so I, if I'm a Portlander. Oh, you mean like the Washington residents? Yeah. Got it, got yeah. it. So it's not about attracting Portlanders to go there. I don't think it's so. keeping the Washingtonians. And would it be yeah. really smart for them if they're going to do this? they got to get over their whole aversion to extending the max over there. Because you're not going to get tourists to go and sit in that fucking traffic. No. If, if you can get it, you can get a max to go back and forth to Vancouver. Because isn't there already a train bridge there? A train, a train only? Uh, is that a train. There, there is, there is like a regular train, but I don't think yeah. you can put the max on that. You'd have to put it on some somehow connected to the I five bridge, I think. Oh, fuck. Uh, but if if you built a bridge across there and had the the light the light rail go across the river, and maybe just make it a thing between Metro, who does the max line, and then there's this the C tran, yeah. with the you know the, you know the buses there. Then you might do that, and then you might get people actually going. But no one's going to sit in a car for an hour and wait. And that's the thing, right? I'm sorry. Go ahead, AG. Oh, that. He had a burning issue right there at that moment. No, and I agree with you. I I think here's the thing: it's like focus on that transportation piece as well. Focus on accessibility as well. Like right now, I was trying to get into. I was, and again, I I really didn't know where I was going without GPS. But I'm like, try to even get it, get get in and out of Vancouver. You know, from Portland, it was like. It was so unclear. Like, and, and you know, in the downtown area, there weren't a lot of uh, really good signage. But, uh, but you're right. I mean, you know, maybe maybe the waterfront expansion or whatever beautification. Yeah, if, if you get the max going right to that, and maybe yeah, exactly, maybe it. It, maybe it drops there. But that needs to be part of it. Like, yeah. you can't beautify your city and you can't make it appealing to the Washingtonians. But maybe that is what they're trying to do. I think maybe AG is right. Like, you know, like, hey, we're building this for the Washingtonians, for the Vancouver, right? But at the same time, but that's the thing. But at the same time, you need, if you're spending all this money, you need to be able to attract the people from across the river. Right. You know, (laughs) because I can see that happening because if you think about it, there, as far as Portland, we don't have any riverside. I mean, yes, along the the Willamette, but on the Columbia side, we don't have no. We've given up. There's, on, no, there's no outdoor yeah. stuff to do there. We've Which given there up on. Jan, we've given up on Jansen Beach. We pretty much oh, abandoned God, yeah. that already. Yeah, that be, that Jansen Beach is only there for Washingtonians to come over and yeah. buy stuff tax free. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Same with Cascade Station. Yep. Ah, uh, very true. So, and both of those are doing very, very well, by the way. But Jansen Beach, Jansen Beach, yeah, Jansen Beach has done better than it has. I remember when I was a kid, that place is fucking a ghost town. Except where they, they, I remember they used the to have, exact opposite. They basically tore it down. No, they, they they used to have like a water park there. This is talking. I'm talking about back in the '80s. They had a water. They had a water park there, and so people always used Jansen Beach. Was like, oh, we can go out there. Yeah, just shopping. But I think every time that I've been out there. Not recently, I haven't been there very much. But every time I've been out there, there's always a lot of people in the shops in the in the the you know, the mall. Well, swaths of people. The swaths. I don't know if it's quite as concentrated. It's not as as good as as Cascade Station, but I think I think people are. I think that's going to still be there as, as long as people still want to have. Uh, uh, wait, sorry, I'm looking at the uh, the birds out there. The HD again. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, squirrel. Yeah. And think improving the transportation and having something there, like maybe they could. I know they had that failed aquarium over there in Milwaukee, which didn't make any sense. Why there'd be a fucking aquarium over there, right? And maybe an aquarium over here, something like that in the Vancouver area. Actually, on the Columbia might make some sense. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it what makes I mean? more sense than Milwaukee. But again, make it easy for make it 
accessible. Yeah, like make it people for make it easy for people to get to and from. And also, I, I want to go back to one thing: the 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 idea that Portland, well, we don't need a landmark. Well, I mean, it's I don't think necessarily people always come. I mean, if you're, if you're talking about the uh, Statue of Liberty, okay, that's a little bit different. I, mean, I don't think anybody is going to come across the country for the Space Needle, but they, it's kind of cool to have that as be the identity of your city. I don't think it's such a bad thing to have a landmark or something kind of cool architecturally that makes your city. Well, I, I disagree with that. Uh, you don't you fucking you disagree Hills. with Charlie Hills? Yeah, he's a fucking no. Because, yeah, because it's a, it's a it's a especially for you know the selfie uh, population yeah, and that's what Instagram I mean. and everything. Yeah. You want to have that thing that's that's quintessentially Portland. Yeah, it isn't a deal breaker. Like you still may visit Portland anyway, but it's kind of cool to have something like and you know. Uh, San Francisco's got the Golden Gate Bridge, you know. LA has got the Hollywood Hills, and I heard- we've got the Portland, Oregon sign. Uh, yeah, well, which is definitely on the same scale and quality as like a good Golden Gate Bridge or Empire State Building. Definitely, yeah, but, but, definitely, yeah, but oh, you- definitely on the same level. Yeah, yeah, especially. <laughs> but, but no, no, no. But, but on then, that and point, then post, and then you post with all the homeless people. <laughs> but on that point, we get <laughs> more. Village. We don't have to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars to build that sign. You get a lot of value out of that sign. <laughs> True. People, so people come and we I want my picture in front of that, and they've changed it so that it now says Portland, Oregon. It said White Stag before that, which is much more interesting and 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 thought really thought provoking. It's like, what is White Stag? Is but that's the thing. Portland? But that's too Portland, right? Oh, because yeah. you're going to talk about it, it's too hipster. Uh, I wonder if the uh, the new waterfront plans for Vancouver. If their landmark would be like a huge marijuana leaf or something, because <laughs> it should be. Well, why? Be. Why would it be though? Because I mean, pot's legal here. It seems like everyone probably needs like a square. You need like a square. Pot's legal here, but you still can't really buy everything here. Not yet. Mar- but next year, this year, later this year. Yeah. They have a square. They have a square in Vancouver. They have a square. Yeah, Esther Short Park is a big square. How big is a square? Is it bigger than? But it's not like it's not, it's not like uh, it's, it's, it's all it's mostly like grass though. So it's like the park block's kind of in it. Well, yeah, there's like a pavilion or something in the middle and other stuff. It's a park. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of lame. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying yeah. it exists. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have like Pioneer Courthouse Square here. It's not like that. What is that though? Well, I think people when they think of Portland, if they're going to look at Portland, they're going to see Portland. Pioneer, it's one of those landmarks. I guess you can say there is sort of a landmark like that. It's just kind of a place in the middle of the city where people could come and gather. I don't think you're going to get many people to gather uh, in, in Esther Short Park. Well, they do. I mean, they have concerts and all kinds of stuff there. And do they? Small town people. Oh, then. Yeah, I'm not saying they're great people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's We're a not very saying small, they're people from that's Vancouver a very small grade. town thing to do, in my, in my yeah. opinion. Well, so it's going to the, watching a movie in Pioneer Place Square. You know, it's that's no, that's more like hipster. Like, oh, what are you going to do tonight? No, it's kind of like, movie. It's kinda like it, broke people. You mean it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are, and to be fair, there are a lot of broke people in Pioneer Courthouse. There are a lot of broke yeah. people there. Yeah. Some of them are not even people. All right, well, Vancouver, do we, so you, Mac, do not agree with Charlie Hales. No, wait, you don't agree with Charlie Hales on one aspect. On, on the landmark. But do you, do you agree with Charlie Hales? Uh, Hills is that we should be that we should be very dismissive of Vancouver. Yes, I I, I do agree with Charlie Hills on that one. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Vancouver is its own thing. It's not. It shouldn't try and compete. And <laughs> should not try to compete. It's, I'm sorry. No matter what Vancouver does, and I mean no matter what, they're not going to be cool. It's not going to be cool no. to be in Vancouver. So that it can be nice and it can be decent, but it's not going to be cool. 
unless they change state law in Washington and allow Vancouver to be like the Las Vegas of the Northwest. Oh, right. It's the only way that they're going to get anything. If they get brothels, legal brothels, and they got all this kind of stuff, then then maybe we're, we're talking kind of like about East something. Saint, East St. Louis. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, Vancouver, more power to you.